Welcome to the Pretty Women Pray to podcast. And I am your girl, Jessica Latoya Johnson. I'm going to be your host. And I'm here to tell you that God cares about you. Not only does he care about your inside, your spiritual life, but I'm here to tell you that God cares about your physical life. And when I say your physical life, I'm not just talking about your bills. I'm talking about you, the person. God cares about how you wake up every morning and how you conduct your day. You know, he cares about how you how, how you look. Okay, he cares about if your hair combed or not. Let's just get it down to the nitty gritty. He cares about what you got on. He he do. You know, just like he care about the flowers. I mean, one thing about the flowers, they beautiful. And they're pleasant to look upon. They, they not only smell good, but they're beautiful. And God said, aren't you more than the, the sparrows and the flowers? If he care about how those things look, I mean, if you would just think about the creator, how he takes his time and how he designed the fishes in the sea. I mean, when I say I be paying attention to little stuff like that, I'm talking about it be some pretty fishes, colorful fishes. I'm talking about they outfits look better than ours. Flowers look better than us, the way we dress. But God has given us our own will to create our own beauty. But here we go. We got the enemy, Satan, the adversary, the liar, who comes nothing but to kill, steal, and to destroy. So we got him prowling around telling us that uh, we don't have to be beautiful. But God told us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God told us that we are a royal priesthood of peculiar people. But here go the enemy sending somebody to invite you to some satanic church, cults, churches of witches and warlocks. And then you take the invitation and then you go to these people churches. And next thing you know, you brainwashed. Next thing you know, you done lost your sense of style. Next thing you know, your hair just is a mess. Next thing you know, you fall into depression. Next thing you know, you are wearing clothes of oppression, depression, and torment. And now you're unrecognizable. What happened? What happened? What happened to your swag? What happened to to your, your, your beauty? What happened? Just because you love God, you don't have to worship God and look a mess. You don't have to worship God and wear big rags over your head and look look a mess. I mean, yeah, you're beautiful on the inside, but the mirror do not lie. The mirror don't lie. And I'm here to tell you, it don't have to be in it. I mean, we cannot fix certain um, qualities of ourselves like our nose or our lips. Lead that that way. Okay, whether you got big lips or big nose or whatever, you're beautiful all alone, all by yourself. But I'm here to tell you, you can enhance your beauty. There's nothing wrong with enhancement. If you look in the mirror and you don't like how your hurry is changing. If you look in the mirror and you don't like what you got on, change it. You don't have to not like yourself. See, God wants you to love yourself. See, God has given you your own unique style. Beauty and style is in your DNA because the creator, he is, I mean, the way God creates stuff, you and you can't come from God, you have that same ability to create you. Create you. 
Create yourself. Make yourself over. You do not have to be stuck in a house looking like an all gritty at the age of 20 because somebody told you you need to quote some Bible scriptures. No, 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 no. Pretty women pray too. Prayer is just not for old ladies or old people who would say that this is holiness and that is holiness. Let me tell you what they holiness is not the way you dress. Holiness is a spirit. And the Bible tells us there is nobody holy but God. But it also tells us be ye holy because he is holy. But how do you be holy? You have to first be born again. You have to first accept that Jesus is Lord. By faith you receive the Holy Spirit. He said that if you ask he will give it to you. So when you ask God for the Holy Spirit by faith he will give it to you. And then the Holy Spirit will abide in you. And then the Holy Spirit will regenerate you. Will create in you a new mind and a new heart. Putting you a right spirit. Now that is holiness. Holiness has nothing to do with wearing long dresses that come past your ankle. You almost about to trip walking. That's not holiness. That's confusion. That, that's a spirit of oppression. When you think that you have to dress a certain way to gain favor with God. Let me tell you one thing about favor. Favor ain't firm. And God loves a sinner. God has favor on the sinner. Because I'm here to tell you, the Bible tells us, as much as sin did abound, grace did much more abound. So, do not get caught up in a legalistic approach to God. See, the Bible tells us that they that come to God must first believe that he is. The Bible didn't tell us they that come to God must Dressed in these long clothes of oppression. See, God does not want you to be confused. God does care about your appearance. Because why? You represent him. You represent Christ. You are a light that shine in darkness. You are the light of the world. You are a light. You don't have to hide See, see, when somebody tell you, don't wear your hair this way, you can't wear lipstick, you can't wear nails, you can't wear this, that is an enemy. That, that is an enemy of your success. Somebody try to, to make you gain favor through works, which you would be under a curse. You cannot gain favor by works. You gain favor by faith, by prayer. Pretty women pray. Pretty women don't just go out. Pretty women don't just drink and smoke. Pretty women, pretty women don't just whore around. Pretty women, they pray, they cook, they take care of their home, they love Jesus, they laugh. Pretty women ain't just sit up in a house depressed to cry because they can't enjoy life. God came that you may have life. And have it more abundant. Let me say that one more time. God came that you may have life. And that you may have it more abundantly. He didn't come that you may be oppressed and depressed. He came to set the captives free. He came to give you beauty for ashes. He came to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He came to destroy the works of the enemy. It is in your your birthright 
that you walk worthy of the calling. And you can't walk worthy of a calling by hating your appearance, by hating the way you look, by hating the way you dress. You wish you could dress like this. Well, dress like it. What is stopping you? God not stopping you. It's not no sin to go get your hair done. It's not no sin to put on no lipstick. It's not no sin to love your appearance. That's not a sin. It's a sin to hate your appearance. It's a sin to be sitting on a couch depressed and letting the devil beat up on your head because you can't move because you're so scared to go laugh. See, 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 God don't want you to get caught up in, in, in that legalistic spirit, which is the spirit of the Antichrist, the spirit of sorcery, the spirit of witchcraft, the spirit of the thief who comes not but to kill, steal, and to destroy. Pretty women pray. See, one thing about it is that beauty and style is in your DNA. Because for God so loved the world that he gave, he gave you beauty. He gave you Jesus. He gave you the light of the world. Everything that God touches and creates is beautiful. You need, you need to understand your God. Because if you understood who God was and is, then won't no enemy be able to persuade you that your beauty is in vain. Because the enemy know the power that beauty holds. The enemy know the power psychologically, spiritually, and mentally that your appearance holds. Because one thing about it, you know, you DNA. You got it. Beauty is in your DNA. Your divine natural aroma. It is your divine natural aroma. God gives everybody their own sense of style to pull people to the kingdom. See, your style will, will, will get somebody to look upon you and wonder, who is this person? See, see, your style speaks before you even walk in a room. That's the first thing a person sees. See, see, you can pull, you can, you can win souls with just your style. You can win souls with just your shoes. You can win souls with just your hurt do. You can win souls with your pretty nails. You could be somewhere and then somebody look at your nails in the store. Some somebody who lost and don't know nothing about Christ are ready to kill themselves and they see the colors uh, that's reflected off of your nails, uh, a color that's emerald. And they say, ooh, your nails are pretty. And then that's your open door to say, well, do you know Christ? See, see, one thing about the enemy, he don't want you to be beautiful. He don't want you to use the things of the world to pull the people out of the world to the kingdom of heaven. See, 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 the enemy, he know because he was up there in beauty. He was up there in beauty. And that's why he wanted to take over because it was so beautiful. And he wanted to, 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 to rise up in pride. But he got cast down because he didn't create anything. He was created, a created being. So if you ever want to know if the enemy knows the thoughts of God and the plans of God, no. The enemy was created. The enemy was not there when God wrote out your life. So the enemy don't know what God has for you. But he knows it's something beautiful. Because everything that God touches is beautiful. So he's trying to get you out of focus. So you could try to miss out. 
but no weapon formed against you shall prosper. But yeah, pretty women pray too. But anyway, so the enemy, he understands the beauty. He understands what, what, what goes on in people's minds when they see colors because he knows that colors are therapeutic. He knows that colors heal people. See, we got to understand who our God is. I'm talking about there are 12 levels in heaven. Heaven is, is, is filled with jewels and precious stones. And as I begin to read the book of Revelation, and it talks about the 12 cities where it's emerald, it, 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 it's crystal light, it's, it's turquoise, it's all beautiful colors. But the enemy telling you to dress up in some brown dull stuff and sit over in a corner with a rag on your head and a skirt coming down to your knees. The devil is a liar. And the truth not in him. And the truth not in them. So you got to understand that your beauty matters to God. Because you represent him. You represent him. You represent him. And how are you representing him? If people don't even want to look at you. If you don't even want to look at yourself. You don't even look at a mirror. Hmm. You avoid the mirror. You avoid the mirror. Because the mirror going to tell you the truth. The mirror going to say, do your hair. The mirror going to say, put on some clothes. The mirror going to say, take a bath. The mirror going to say, go get your nails done. The mirror going to say, you can afford it. Because guess what? We can afford all the snacks in the world when we get depression. Big buckets of ice cream. So you could afford some nails. You could afford some lipstick. You could afford it. Then as you begin to collect your little stuff in that ass up, you ain't going to have to spend no more money on it. Because the enemy wants you to look a hot mess. No, beauty is not vain. But beauty alone is vain. But a pretty woman that pray and fears the Lord should be greatly praised. See, the enemy, he don't want us to understand scripture. See, that's why we have the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us that we need no man not to teach us anything because we have an unction from the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is our teacher. He will tell us when the spirit is true, which is God is true and every man that's a liar. But you have a spirit of error that's going out in this world telling women that they don't have to be pretty. Want to take our feminine attribute from us. So we could be slaves. They just want a woman in a in a kitchen cooking and, 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 and being oppressed by a man. And, and you have to find that balance because so, so many people, so many women are married. So many uh, women are, 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 are wives or, or mothers. And you have to find that balance. And by the time you get home and been working and, and slaving, you don't even want to look beautiful. But that is your, your first. That's your first duty to yourself. Keep yourself together. Be fine as wine. Walk with your head held high. It's not arrogance and it's not pride, but it's confidence in what God gave you the ability to create. Put some colors together. Pull off that yellow dress. Put on some baggy heels. Brighten your life up. You can wear black, but come on, tone it up a little bit. Put some colors in your life. Do some bold. Go get you some pretty lipstick. Do your hair. Put on some bright. Play some jazz. Do something different. God has given us every weapon to destroy the enemy. And guess what? 
if you didn't understand that your appearance will make the enemy mad. Now, the devil don't like beautiful things. He want to destroy everything that's beautiful. And since we are, human, humans are the most beautiful thing that God has ever created. Because we're made in his image. That's the first thing he want to do is destroy you. He want to destroy your self-esteem. He wants you to not know yourself. He wants to beat you down so bad that God can't even use you. You don't even want to use yourself. You don't even want to do anything. Why? Because you feel you ugly. And ugly, you could be the sweetest person in the world. And guess what? You still could be depressed. Why? Because you don't like who you see in the mirror. I'm not telling you to go try to be like Kim Kardashian or, or, or Fantasia or somebody. No, be yourself. Find your own sense of style and love you. Put some colors together. Find you a new hairstyle. Go get a back massage. Go get a foot rub. Love on you. Love on you until you heal. Love on you. Pray fast. Seek God. You have to pray. Prayer is vital. Prayer is so vital. Prayer is what led me back to my own sense of style. Because for so long, I was lost. Why? Because I was invited to wear clothes of oppression, thinking that I would please God if I just looked ugly. I mean, I'm beautiful. To some people, I may be strange looking and funny looking and not their cup of tea. But to me, I'm beautiful. Yes, I love myself natural, but I love to enhance myself because I love art. I love colors. So just because you like something that God have created colors does not mean that you are a whore. Just because you wear eyelashes, it don't, don't mean you're a whore. Just because you like nails don't mean you're a prostitute. You know, so you have to redefine who you are. You do not let the clothes make you. What makes you is the spirit of God that's in you. Now, now, that's why the Bible said beauty is vain, but... But if you put it together, it'll be a diabolical weapon against the adversary. Because first of all, he just, period, point blank, he don't want you to love yourself. He don't. I mean, he don't want you to love yourself. And and and, and who do? Not the enemy. Not no devil. You know, God came to heal all them that more in Zion. God will console you. He will give us beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that they may be glorified. God wants you to be glorified, not only in your outer appearances, but he wants to be glorified in every area of your life. You're a representative of Christ. And what you see is usually what you get. Looking raggedy and dull is an indication of oppression, torment, and oppression. Let me make a clear statement. Poverty has nothing to do with being pretty. You can afford nice things because God will not only meet your needs, but he will give you the desires of your heart. State Psalms 31 and 4. 
The Bible tells us to delight ourselves in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So you got to understand that God will meet your needs. If you desire to have a new wardrobe and you ain't got no money, just begin to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things. He didn't say some, but he said, and all things shall be added unto you. So you have to understand, get pretty. And while you get pretty, go consecrate yourself a place that you may pray unto the Lord. See me, my favorite place is the bathroom. It's the bathroom. Why? Because if you're beautiful and you like dressing up, I mean, see, see, you got to understand this. You got to understand this. When you were younger and you had to go to school every morning and you would have a, a bomb outfit. You was you were happy to go to school. You were happy. You anticipated. I'm talking about you got your clothes right next to you. Don't even want to hang them up. You just want to set them out because you know when you get up the next morning, you about to go to school looking fresh. You about to go hang out with your friends. I'm about to kick it. You getting all intentions in school. All intention in school. That is what God wants you to do as an adult. Go be an attention seeker. You know. When your clothes should make a statement. I'm fishing for souls. So when you walk out your door, all eyes on you, and that's when you start ministering the kingdom of heaven to people. Because guess what? Who, who want to serve a guy who, 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 who wants you to be raggedy? Nobody. So back to my favorite place to pray. It's the bathroom. You know, I have my prayers all over my bathroom wall, and I just pray. I just decree and declare things. You know, I pray, and I seek God's face, and he begin to turn some things around. So you have to understand that the bathroom is turned into the throne room. Let, let, let me say that one more time. Your bathroom can be turned into the throne room. So don't just be pretty and not pray. You got work to do because I'm here to tell you your adversary goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So guess what? That that adversary give you a run for your money. I'm talking about he'll make it so bad till you ready to cry them eyelashes off. So you got to know that you got to take that sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and begin to fight him back. So don't just be pretty. You got to be pretty and you got to pray. You know what I'm saying? So you got two weapons. You fine, but you know how to you know how to bang. You know what I'm saying? You know how to throw them jabs. He ain't finna knock you out because you got God already fighting through you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta tell God. You know, as the Bible say, teach my hands to fight and my fingers to walk. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta understand that God is going to teach you. God is gonna be there with you. He is the Lord of hosts, the Lord of war. He said that you are. His, his weapon tree. You are his weapon tree. But you got to turn that bathroom into the throne room. Because a, 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 a person who don't pray is a person who's set up to be slayed. Let me say that one more time. A person, a woman who don't pray is a woman who going to be slayed in the field. I'm talking about when you ain't praying, you get the enemy uh, rights, legal rights to come and torment your children, torment your house, your, your everything, and then he gonna torment you. You gonna be so tired that you gonna want to just sit down and, and look like anything. You gonna go outside, go up the street to the store, or however you get there, and then you gonna be looking like you oppressed, like you don't know God. 
Like you don't know the creator who's sitting up there with all enrooted rubies and precious stones all around heaven. What? You know what I'm saying? So we got to be representatives of Christ. You have to represent Christ. I'm so tired of these church folk telling these women, he ain't cared about your appearance, but yes, God is. They take the scriptures all out of context and say that, well, beauty is in vain. A woman don't supposed to wear brown hair. All these old scriptures and Old Testament. No, no, no. God didn't tell me that. He told y'all that, okay? He told y'all that y'all reading the Bible wrong. He had to give the disciples understanding of the scriptures. So if he had to give the disciples understanding, if he had to enlighten the, the disciples understanding that the scripture did, you ain't for to just get the scriptures just like you think. Oh, you could just read it, play like that. No, the whole, this book is spiritual. So the Holy Spirit has to enlighten your understanding of what the scripture is saying to the church today. God cares about your appearances. God wants you to be beautiful. God wants you to go, go get your nails done, go get your toes done, go, go. Yes. Yes. That's what you need to do. And see how much better you feel. I promise you. Our beauty is therapeutic. Beauty is therapeutic. Trust me what I say. Trust me what I say. You ain't got to look a hot mess. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta be in rags or oppression and depression. You can go put on your lipstick, go get your hair done, and then go and pray. And while you doing your hair and makeup downstairs in your bathroom, you can pray. And guess what? At that time, you could just just tap into God like never before and thank God for your sense of direction, for your sense of style, for for rejuvenating you, for giving you the confidence to love yourself. Yes, loving yourself has everything to do about your outer appearance. If you don't love yourself, it's going to show. You walking around here like something really terribly wrong that happened to you? Looking mad, looking a hot mess. The kids don't even want you coming up to their school because of how you look. You so depressed, you can't do nothing. I'm here to tell you, well, go take a shower. Go look on somebody's YouTube channel and see how to put some clothes together. It's all opportunities out here. But in order to break that spirit of oppression, you need to get in the presence of Almighty God. Because I'm here to tell you, when you look at that, that is a spirit. That is a spirit. That is a spirit of oppression. That is a spirit of lost identity. That is a spirit of the Antichrist. That is a spirit of a witch and a warlock. You don't have to be a victim of those things. When Christ came and liberated you, and you have to walk in that liberty. You have to walk in it. You have to walk in it. You have a right. You have a right to, to paint your face. You have, if, if you wanted to paint your, your wall, pick your room, you have that right. God has given you a right to, to paint your life. You don't have to be out here looking for love. When you could adore yourself in prayer. When you could adore yourself in, in beauty. When you could adore yourself in the pre- with the presence of God. 
Because you desire to look a certain way. You desire to wear certain clothes. God will give you the... the, the Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hey, ba 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 ba. There's somebody deliverance right there. Ha ba 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 ba. Bidia shata. There's somebody breakthrough right there. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. Ha ba 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 ba. Bidia shata yoko. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, from entering the room. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, we bless your name, God. We shabak you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Oh, somebody's breaking free right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody's shaking out those grave clothes. Somebody's coming out those clothes of oppression and depression in the name of Jesus. Somebody's coming out that raggedy old grandmama dress right now God in the name of Jesus oh yes Lord oh Jesus Mm. oh you're awesome God you're awesome God Jesus oh Jesus oh I bless your name God oh Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Mm, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for breaking every yoke. For destroying the curse, God. Cursed is every man that hang on the tree. And we thank you for taking their curse, God. We will not live under law. We will not live under the legalistic spirit of the Antichrist, God. We thank you for coming, God. We thank you, Jesus, that you are truth and grace. And we love you. And I just want you guys to, to know that you are fearfully and beautifully made. Until next time, Jesus love you. Bye.